Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Greg and Chad's Power Half Hour. I am one half of your co-host team, Greg Mahachko, and joining me from Los Angeles, he is the co-host on the West Coast, Darius Rucker. Yes. Uh, no, I'm not playing it right off the top, man. Oh, it's that's going to come that... in when, when we segue into our topic for this. Episode. I thought. I thought you. You said that's that you okay. when you, when you Wait, introduced we're gonna, me. <laughs> we're just going to roll with it because I was going to say. Uh, you, you say you know you always welcome us to a brand new episode, but they're all. If you're listening to them, they have to be brand new because we don't do repeats on here. Like no one's listening to a podcast and being like, "Oh, here's this episode. Let me listen to it again." You know, it's not like um, we're not like The Office or Friends or um, Enos or uh, Misfits of Science shows that people just want to go back and rewatch over and over again. And you're giving me the the weird, crazy look. Do you not remember Enos, the spinoff from Dukes of Hazard? No. Yeah, it's probably for the best. Um, that being said, I have been watching the office. What are some other, it's not our main topic, but what are some other, uh, shows that you like to, uh, watch not necessarily like over and over and over again, but one that you're comfortable starting up again at any time with no, no, like number of repeat factor. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I have to go with boy meets world because it's the only show that I own on DVD. Um, I just started rewatching Picket Fences, which when I found out that that was on Hulu, uh, and I hadn't seen that in years. But what shows do I watch a lot? Hmm. See, again, I mean, I'm I'm going through Superstore again and and enjoying that. But but like I think Office and Friends and Big Bang Theory, which I've seen all those episodes multiple times. I think because they're on so much, like that's why I don't get into them now. Cause I'm just like, oh, I can watch like, Ooh, you know, the office is coming to Peacock and I'm like, cool. So I can see it the one hour of the day that it's not on any other station. Like, so that, yeah. that is where you and I differ. I mean, a lot of reasons why, but uh, I was excited uh, for it to go from Netflix to Peacock to continue uh, watching it there because while I still pay for cable, I really only watch it for sports uh, yeah. and, and most of my other entertainment is streaming. So the office uh, I really, thanks to uh, our, our dear friend and podcast buddy, uh, Mike Luther, he got me into community, which I enjoy. Okay. Uh, and another one that I'll just, it's, it's my cartoon comfort food and that's Futurama. Uh, mm-hmm. I watch Futurama to fall asleep every night. Um, future, it, it's weird to say, but Futurama got me through some really tough times in my life. Uh, I would, in those times, I would fall asleep to Futurama. I'd wake up a couple hours, like, you know, 2, 2.33 in the morning, put Futurama back on, fall asleep to it again, uh, and and did that for months. And so that is my, that's my chicken soup uh, for, for sleep is Futurama. See, Mike. My- my takeaway from that, though, is that Futurama is a really boring show that puts you to sleep. No, no, I don't, no. I don't think you're selling it as like a good show to watch. No, I so I, I do it. It's it's not like boring, bland. It is. It, it's I'm so familiar with all the episodes. I've seen it that many times that I can close my eyes. Uh, but here's what I also do is because I have it on Hulu. I watch it on Hulu. And unlike 
many of my other streaming services, I have Hulu set up to only play one episode. So uh, I might fall asleep 15 minutes into Futurama the next night. I'll just pick it up about where I remember leaving off and and be off and running. Now it might take me three nights to make it through one 22 minute episode, but as long as Futurama's on Hulu, I'll have Hulu. All right. I just know that uh, when I was working at Fox, I had to master um, Futurama for Romania because apparently Mm -hmm. they had just gotten Futurama a few years ago. And let me tell you, that show is a pain to try to figure out which episodes go into which season, because uh, one season might have like eight episodes. The next season might have 25, but yet when they aired, 17 went into one season while the other episodes went into another season. And because of the how much time it takes to make a cartoon or animated show, seasons are split. Um yeah, so let me say that I, I enjoy Futurama, but I do not miss working on that show. So I, I hope the people in Romania, if, if we have anybody listening in Romania, please uh, let us know if you're watching Futurama. And if you're not, please start watching it so that I feel like my job was worthwhile. And, and with a last name like Mahachko, I should have some fans in Romania. Okay. Can- <laughs> I don't know well, what your nationality is. Slovakian. I, 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 uh, uh, I was so, thinking I mean, not, uh, Brazilian, ter- but- not terribly far away. Uh, can, can I can I have a hot take that's sure to get me into some hot water? Sure. Futurama is better than The Simpsons. Ooh, in my I opinion, think it depends on which which seasons of The Simpsons you're comparing it to. That that's probably fair. Also, I don't watch. Whole but I, also, I, I mean, I've watched Futurama, but I haven't really I don't know Futurama, you know, as as I say with music, uh, my friend Jeff, who I used to I have a friend from college that I used to co-host a music video show with we he would talk about when he buys a new CD like you can listen to it one time but then you have to get intimate with the music to really appreciate it and I've mm. just never gotten intimate with Futurama okay and there's memes for you to be made people <laughs> make memes yes so uh again this is the uh, power half hour I'm Greg Mahachko. My co-host, his actual name, if you don't know, is Chad Smart. Um, But this week, we are talking about uh, fandom of sports. And what happens, Chad, I think you phrased the best, when our teams let us down. Yeah, you know, we're recording this the last official Sunday of the the regular football season for 2021-22. And so I'll go ahead and do what you expected me to do earlier. This is, uh, a, you know, a, the thing that goes through my head every, pretty much every Sunday or Monday night between September and now, I guess, January of a uh, football season. I'm such a baby, the dolphin, make me cry. Yes, they, they, they shatter my hopes and then they get them up and then they're like, oh, yes, we are the Dolphins. We like to golf in January instead of playing football. I, I want to amend your, your statement. Just go. I couldn't tell you the last time Miami was on Monday Night Football because nobody wants to watch Miami football. Uh, two weeks ago. Oh, was it really? Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they had a late season game. Uh, I actually watched it, and I, I believe they won. Yes. I was All like, right. wow. Okay. And then they got beat by Tennessee the next week and killed their playoff hopes. Well. Which, if they'd made it, if they'd beaten Tennessee, then they would have played Tennessee in the playoff in the first round. So, you know, just saved them. A future humiliation, probably. 
So yeah, I think I think they've only had like I think it's something like eight winning seasons in the last twenty years, twenty five years. It's not a good ratio. No. <laughs> Hi, I'm so, Captain Obvious. Yeah, so I, I brought this to you know up as a uh, topic because, um, well, because it's the end of football season and the Dolphins have let me down yet again, and and I know you are a, a Steelers fan. It's true. So both of us are fans of teams not associated with Missouri or Illinois, even though that's where we grew up. So this, this is I, a Steelers uh, tape dispenser, by the way, a Steelers helmet tape dispenser. I don't see any tape in there. No, but that's because I have a child who oh. used up all the tape, not for Christmas wrapping, but just random points around the calendar. Just, oh, yeah. I see tape. We, we used to have... Chris, this time last year, we had five rolls of tape. We could, we, I mean, we could have got more to the store, but we didn't. So all of our Christmas wrapping had to be done on less than one roll of tape this year. I don't know how I did it. I, I would use gum. Or, <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, uh, I, don't, I don't know where I was going with that, but I, I was going to say like, I know for me, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before. I've been a uh, Miami Dolphin fan since I was in sixth grade. And I became a Dolphins fan because I had a classmate who was a bookie who was taking bets on the Monday night game. (laughs) And I, for some reason, bet on the Dolphins to win. They did. I won 60 cents. Ooh, high stakes. Yeah. And and that was uh, the the game that they played was against the bears. Like I said, and that was in 1985. So if you know anything about the 1985 bears, they released the awesome music video, super bowl shuffle shortly after losing to Miami. And that was the only game they lost that season. Uh, being from Illinois, I don't know why I didn't go with the bears. I think maybe the dolphins had better odds of, you know, increasing my winnings. So, so that's how I became a dolphin fan and have suffered for the last 30, seven six, years yeah or six years of being a dolphins fan so you i believe grew up in illinois as well how did you become a steelers fan i had no allegiances and very much like uh flew with the uh friends and whatever teams you know they they cheered for up to a certain point i think everybody gets to, to a point in their life where uh you know pardon my phrase uh, phrasing here, but it's nut cutting time, right? You've got to like, th- this is, you draw the line in the sand. Um, I was hanging out with, uh, I, I didn't know at the time he was going to be my best friend. Um, he's still my best friend to this day from eighth grade, uh, hanging out at his house. And like his dad had a, a small shrine of Steelers memorabilia going all the way back to the seventies Steelers, also Pittsburgh pirates. His dad was from Western PA uh, was in the air force. Uh, that's how they ended up in my neck of the woods. But uh, uh, it was like in this house, we root for the Steelers. And I, I also, you know, hanging out with my buddy, he's like, Hey man, why don't you come do karate? Uh, my dad's, uh, you know, one of the, the teachers or senseis or whatever you want to call it. And the joke was, well, if you're not a Steelers fan, you got to do more pushups. Right. I was like, I don't want to do pushups. So I, it, it all kind of, <laughs> It's like it, it became, you know, like a, a, a body saving time, you know, but uh, that was 
96. And I've been a Steeler fan ever since. I, I've been fortunate enough to uh, see them play uh, a few times here in St. Louis, which was, I'll be honest with you, the biggest reason I was sad that the Rams left St. Louis was because it meant that I couldn't see the Steelers, uh, you know, with it from a short drive away anymore. Um, so saw them twice here, uh, including uh, my oldest, who you saw before we started recording when he was uh, in utero. Uh, and uh, my wife and I uh, went to a Steelers game, Steelers Rams game uh, with some friends who also were Steelers fans. So um, yeah, for over the course of the last 26, 27 years, uh, my math's not right, but that's okay. Um, Steelers been a big part of my life. So, hmm. okay. Yeah. I just, I find it interesting how, you know, uh, how people become fans of teams and how they stick with them through, like I said, Dolphins fans couldn't tell you the last time they, and I, I am not a diehard sports fanatic of, uh, you know, knowing stats and records and, and memorizing all that stuff. And, uh, you know, we've talked about it, I think on last week's episode and on previous episodes where I spent six seasons going and, and seeing every NHL team play. And then don't ask me anything about who I saw play or I, I think I could, or who won or anything like that. I, I think there's like maybe five games that I could give you some, some memory of when it actually comes to the game. But I know, you know, also living here in LA and a city full of transplants, obviously I run into people that are fans from of all the other teams, you know, it's not just the Rams or the Raiders and, or that um, XFL team, the Chargers that they have playing here. Um, so I find it interesting <laughs> when people, um, you know, when when people grow up in a specific area and aren't teams of what would normally be the local team, like how you become a fan of that and how you, uh, you know, what why you stick with the team. You know, like for me, it's like, like I said, with Dolphins, it's like, why have I, you know, I don't live in Miami. I've never been. The only time I've been to Miami Stadium was WrestleMania 28. And, and you know, I got a picture with the Don Shula statue out front. But, you know, like, why am I still a Dolphins fan when, why, why, why don't you, you know, if, if a team is terrible, is it bad to then jump to a new team and be like, hey, look, you know, this team that I chose when I was in sixth grade, now I want to get more into sports, maybe go for the local team that I'm in or, you know, go for. Not necessarily jump on a bandwagon and say, I'll never cheer for the Patriots or Tom Amen. Brady, but, Amen. Uh, you know, but why not the new season, you know, why not pick a, you know, the Rams or the Chargers now that I'm living, you know, 10 minutes away from their stadium. And so, uh, of course, you know, I grew up near St. Louis, but at a time when they didn't have an NFL team, they didn't, you know, the Rams didn't come to town until yeah, I grew up when the Cardinals were there too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, fun story about the Cardinals, by the way. Uh, did you know that the office has two cast members who are from St. Louis? Yeah. Uh, Jenna Fisher and uh, I'm trying to think of who the other one is. I do not know. But I know Jenna Fisher is. Phyllis. Oh, okay. And Phyllis was a cheerleader. That's for right. the St. Louis Cardinals football team. That is. I, I do remember hearing that. Yeah. I, I want people to. But I came of age at a time when St. Louis didn't, there was no, you know, real local market team and the Rams got here, you know, it was more uh, in my house. We weren't like real big NFL people anyway, you know, like we're 
you know, my dad, mom were diehard Cardinal fans and, you know, college basketball, you know, Illini and, and Mizzou, you know, they'd kind of watch the bragging, you know, they had more, I guess, and probably still even now they have more important things to do than, you know, dedicate a whole lot of time to, to sports, um, which is really taking that information and how, how in the hell did I turn out the way I did? Um, but it was like, Oh gosh, yeah. You're, you know, taxes are going to go up because now I got to build this, you know, this dome for the team and, yep. and PSLs and everything else. And, and so it was all just added expenses. Um, I went to several Rams games when I was younger and it was, you know, you go there. It, it wasn't ever against the Steelers, um, but it was, I went to a, a season opener one time. So that was pretty cool. Um, I was at a Rams. I can't, I can't remember who they were playing, but uh, it was, it was one of their later years. Uh, I think it was right before I met my wife. I don't think she was there with me, um, but uh, the, it was one of those where like the the team running out onto the field pyro, like the introductory pyro set the turf on fire. So that was fun. Um, but it was always like a, a fun atmosphere, um, even when the team was not as competitive. Uh, but it, it was never – there was never that passion – uh, for the Rams mm-hmm. that I saw in, you know, like other sports teams, um, you know, and other fan bases, Pittsburgh, uh, one of my best friends I met because when I moved out to Salem in 2007, yeah, I was like, looking like, where, where do I Google, you know, where, where do Steeler fans meet to watch, uh, football games? And it said Buffalo wild wings and Carbondale. So the first week of the season happened to be against uh, uh, the Cleveland Browns. I drove from Salem to Carbondale, about an hour and a half or so drive, and ended up like didn't know anybody. Ended up talking to uh, this one guy who was there, college age kid, and by the end of it, you know, we'd exchanged numbers. We were texting. We were, you know, I was in his wedding. He was at my wedding. You know, uh, we became very close friends just from going, you know, watching a football game in, in a, in a chain restaurant in a college town, you know? So um, there's a, it's, it's very weird because, you know, I'm sure we, we might talk about if we talk college as well, but I've never been to Pittsburgh, you know, mm-hmm. that when I go and you have, cause I know you've toured all the, or, you know, been to all the NHL stadiums and, and on some of those trips, you've done other things, um, but I've never been to Pittsburgh. So, when I get that opportunity to go, I'm going to lose my mind. Um, I will have to, I, I'm not a good passenger, but I will make my wife drive. Like, you know, I'll, we'll get out, do it, a, a change a couple miles out so that when I, I get through the tunnel and the city of Pitt, cause like I've seen the videos of people who drive to Pittsburgh from this area and, and you like come out this tunnel and the city just kind of explodes uh, in front of you and really opens up. I think I, I would be like overcome with emotion uh, to be there because all I do is I hear about the great story. I, I'm going to, I'm going to piss some people off right now. Chad. Second time this episode. Uh, a lot of people say that the Dallas Cowboys are America's team. Nay, nay. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'll tell you why. When the steel industry went to hell in the, late sixties, early seventies. And you had all these steel workers out of jobs. Well, they had to move to where the work was. 
and they didn't go to Dallas or Chicago or Denver or oh, they didn't go and, and adopt. They took their love of the Steelers with them. That is why it is truly Steelers Nation. All right. I will just say when you get to Pittsburgh, uh, thankfully, we now live in an age where you have GPS on your phone because the first time that I went to Pittsburgh, uh, I had a friend that I met online in the early days of the internet, and she was going to school at University of Pittsburgh. And I had a former uh, college roommate who was doing grad school at Penn State. So I was driving out to see him at Penn State and stopped in Pittsburgh. Um, and Pittsburgh has a lot of one-way streets. And when you're driving around at like 11 o'clock at night trying to find anything and everything is just <laughs> one way and you have no idea where you are and no maps uh, and you're by yourself, yeah, it's a little little confusing. Um, but I, and again, I don't remember the city because when I went there for the hockey game, we, I, did, I flew in uh, like late. I think I did took a red eye, got in early, and then um, I met Mike and some friends of his at the hotel they were staying. And then they lived in Dayton. I think it was Dayton or near Columbus. We drove from Pittsburgh to Ohio, but no, Pittsburgh is a nice city. I, you know, and I've only been to the hockey arena there. I would like to go see a baseball game and football game, but I mean, I did see it get destroyed in dark night. I was going to say the dark night rises. <laughs> uh, I was going to say it, it has also been uh uh, yeah, immortalized in celluloid. Um, you know, of course, that's a lie. Uh, but a lot of other people, the younger audience that we have are like, what in the world is celluloid? Celluloid is what they used to make uh, w- when they would film a movie. That's what the film was made out of, celluloid. Now, of course, it's all digital. But yes, uh, the Gotham Knights from The Dark Knight Rises are technically the Pittsburgh Steelers, including should-be Hall of Famer Heinz Ward and soon-to-be Hall of or future Hall of Famer Ben Roethlisberger. Now, did Heinz Ward change his name when he got drafted by the Steelers because the Heinz catch-up is big in Pittsburgh? Uh, or was that just a lucky coincidence? No, it completely spelled different. Oh. Heinz is actually I'm of, surprised they didn't have, offer him more to change his name. Just the spelling of it? Yeah, it just seems like that would have been a no-brainer or you know, at least do an advertisement or something. Oh, I'm sure he did some advertising, (laughs) but uh, I don't think anything beats the Troy Polamalu head and shoulders advertisement. True. Those are good. Yeah. And if I had hair like that, I would be doing, I would, I would challenge either Edge or Booker T to a match at WrestleMania for a shampoo endorsement. Or a a hair versus hair match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Have we gone off the rails yet, Chad? (laughs) Yes. And, and, and how we can do so many times in in less than a half hour is shocking. So, uh, you know, with team fandom, I guess, I don't know where we want to go with this because I was just thinking, I don't know how big of a other sports besides football fan you are. I know, I think both you and I are Cardinals fans, which baseball is like the, you know, the, the go-to sport mainly in the Midwest, uh, I'm calling it as that just for something to say, but like basketball and hockey, I mean, I'm guessing you're a blues fan, but are you a bulls fan? Are you a um, thunder fan or not thunder, but the Grizzlies, like, I don't know. NBA just never really seemed like the, so what, I, after I the follow, 80s I follow, dynasty of the Lakers, I don't care. After, after the bull, after like the, the Jordan bulls era, I, and I had a, a, a Bulls poster on my wall in, in the late nineties there, but 
I just don't, I, I don't care for the NBA. Um, and I, I only watch, like, I'll watch a little March Madness here and there, but I, I've found in recent years that I'm not so much uh, like a college basketball fan or college football fan. I'm a Nebraska Husker fan. And so I'll watch those games, but I just don't have the time to carve out 18 hours a weekend to watch football. Uh, going back to the Steelers real quick, I used to pay for NFL Sunday ticket. Like I, I, I did a, like a, a cost uh, analysis of going to Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. I went with my wife once. I mean, well, we went several times, but I went once just for cost comparison versus paying for NFL Sunday ticket. We dropped like 70 bucks at B-dubs for one game, you know, because you're there several hours. So several beers, food, things like that. And then I realized that I'm paying a cable, I guess, dish uh, service. And what I was doing was I was tying myself out of obligation to the TV for three and a half to four hours every Sunday. And I'm like, I just. I got more to do. I got things to do. So, um, but the reason that baseball is so big in the Midwest and specifically why the St. Louis Cardinals are as popular as they are from Missouri, uh, you know, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, and, and maybe even a little bit further is because of KMOX. And mm-hmm. for, for those of you who don't know, KMOX is a mega powerhouse AM uh, news talk and, and sports station in St. Louis. Uh, and for the longest time, they were the biggest, they, they were the only game in town broadcasting Cardinal baseball from St. Louis West. I mean, it would reach into the Rocky mountains. So everybody heard Jack Buck, you know, and, and that's why the Cardinals had such the reach and, and why baseball I think was so popular in the plain States. Um, yeah. I've heard the same thing about, like the Cubs and the Braves being so popular because being on Cubs, being on WGN Braves, being on TBS, being cable, they're right. one of the few baseball teams that got distributed nationally, as opposed to just your little local pocket of, of airplay. Yep. Um, and so, uh, but I'm not, I, I don't, I don't deep dive into basketball much anymore. Uh, so it, it's, it's blues hockey. It's, it's, you know, baseball, it's Cardinals baseball. And then it's, it's football for me. Yeah. I, I mean, it's still, I, I don't really care for baseball. I, and I think baseball is a socializing event more than a going to watch for sports purposes. Um, but, you know, I still follow the Cardinals in the postseason. I still want them to win because I still want to go to a world series game at some point and would like it to be the Cardinals. Um, but yeah, basketball, I just, I've been to, you know, I've been to Laker games, Clippers games out here and it's just, not enjoyable it's like it's like the sport is the secondary to to the dj playing or whatever's Mm -hmm. going on and so that's where i um and football is yeah especially where the football stadium is located right now it's not an easy access to get to um unless you're driving and paying uh you know the football stadium is right next to the forum which is famous concert it's well the forum is where the lakers played before the crypto.com arena was built and uh, the forum is right next to the new football stadium. And they're like tweeting, like, Hey, if you're coming to the game, you can park in our parking lot. You know, it's that way you're not jammed in with all the other people parking and they're charging 70 bucks for parking just to park at their. And I was like, no, that is insane to me. Uh, that's a whole nother topic, but yeah, I'm just going with like hockey and then hockey after doing the 
the trips and seeing every game and seeing game seven of the 2019 Stanley cup. I'm like, okay, hockey's over. So now I'm into rugby. That's I'm looking for the Giltinis, the national championships of last year to uh, come back for the new season. And I don't know if there is a rugby team near St. Louis, but uh, well, we are getting an FCS team. Okay. Or I mean, uh, um, uh, um, Oh, soccer, whatever oh, league. That yeah, is. that's not a sport either. Um, yeah, MLB, and then, MLS, and then the XFL, MLS. Okay, yeah. And then the XFL will come back in 2023 as well. So hopefully we'll get your Battle Hawks back. Hope so. I, I did uh, I did take my son to the home opener for the Battle Hawks, and we left at halftime because he was tired and not understanding things. But uh, good old Dwayne Johnson's going to bring it back. Yeah. And caca. Yeah, he's tired of saving the world and hanging out in jungles. So now he's going to bring basket or bring football back to the um, to the people. And there's also the American Football League or something else starting up. No, I think next year or this year, right after. And we're out of time. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. dot